Hey guys, it's Blego and Nader here with my co-host Lego and Nader. Say hi. Hi, and it's Lego and Nader, and you're Doug. <laughs> I'm Doug. And welcome back to the Comics and More podcast, everyone. Doug has introduced us, so I guess I don't need to do that. But anyway, I'm Lego and Nader from the Lego and Nader Comics and More YouTube channel, and this is part two of our episode on our ideal DC cinematic universe. I think yeah. we called it. Yeah. And you can check out if you haven't seen episode one, check it out now. Honestly, we'll wait for you. And okay, you're back. Okay. So let's jump into this episode. Yeah. So we're starting off with phase three. Let's hit Starting it. off with phase three. Okay. So if you guys didn't know what just ended off last episode, just a bit of a recap. Yep. Last last m- movie was the Justice League of White and Martian. Cyborg died. Cyborg dies. So just think about that as we head into phase three. Yeah. It's kind of it's kind of setting the tone for more of a somber. It's a bit more somber. Yeah. Phase. Yeah. This is this is really the climax. And we know? move to three movies a year as well. Yeah. Because we we're really ra- ra- ramping it up. Okay, so in year nine, we have the Green Lantern sequel. Okay, this is Green Lantern 2. Green Lantern 2. This is about the Red Lanterns. Yep, so it's the Red Lantern War, so atrocities. Atrocities. Maybe we can also... Some, I mean, obviously some some other Lantern cores are going to kind of show up. This is going to expand out from... Because the previous movie was really about the Green Lanterns. Yeah. This is going to talk about the other Lantern cores. And also, what I was thinking was... So, often, when we think of Red Lanterns, a common Red Lantern, at least recently, is Guy Gardner, you know? one of the, He's also a Green Lantern. Yeah. Are we going to introduce other Lanterns, like Guy Gardner, like Jon Stewart, or are we just going to try to keep it controlled and tight? I think I think we've got to kind of expand it out a little bit more. Maybe keep them off, away from Earth, if you know what I mean? Yeah. The other human um, Green Lanterns... They, they don't have to be part of the Justice League. I agree. They can just keep in the Green Lantern mythos. So maybe a bit of, maybe a hint of John Stewart, you know, yep. it could be a bit of buds. Yep. Uh, definitely, I reckon Guy Gardner and the Red Lanterns is a really it, it interesting It has to be, it has to be. interesting storyline. And we could also show a bit more of the evil side of the Guardians, you know, because the yep. Guardians are the catalyst that causes atrocities to start the Red Lanterns. So that can really, you know, be a bit of a switch in how it's Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's just a bit more of Green Lantern. Everyone a bit more of the that. cosmic universe. Uh, the second movie in, in year nine is Wonder Woman three. Okay. The end of the trilogy. And we're kind of getting we're getting really close to common day. Like this yeah. is like nineties almost. Yeah. Like kind of about kind of the time that Batman was beginning his story. Pretty much like the Wonder Woman we've seen today. Yeah. But without any of that baggage that's come along. So yeah, far. none of the Justice League stuff. And we're going full on gods, you know, like Zeus. Ares, Artemis. Yeah. I don't know, who, Hercules. Yeah. No, not Hercules, Hermes. Yeah, Some. so the really big guys. And maybe we could do the whole Zeus, uh, Wonder Woman is her daughter, his daughter, that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, Maybe, well, maybe... It, it, it only makes sense. Yeah, it, that is part of our origin. And we're kind of thinking, we toyed with Themyscira being destroyed. Yeah. Maybe the Themyscarians being basically wiped out or... That's why, and that's why Wonder Woman is with humans this whole time. You yeah. Know? So this will be like just before modern day. You know, really, like pretty one much. Or, like one or two years. I don't know. Maybe five. You know, yeah. Some sometime. Batman will pro- probably have seen these events happen. Yeah. You know, some of the ramifications. Of but it'll this. be the younger Batman, that purple gloved Batman. Yeah. And then in this movie, there'll be a little reference. Some ancient artifact is g- g- given by a, sh- a shadowy pair. Of you know, blue and gold. Of blue and gold. Ooh, just just hold on. 
Hold on to your knickers there, guys. Yeah. We'll get there in a tick. Anyway. Okay. What's next? Next, m- moving in year nine, I guess we kind of spoiled it already, is blue and gold. Oh, boost the gold and blue beta. This is a bit of a fan favorite for Doug. So, Doug, yeah. you lead us off. What, you, what was your inspiration? Well, I mean, blue and gold, they're, they're funny ca- characters. This is going to be a funny movie. It's a funny movie. They work so well off each other. Yeah. So we're, talk- we're talking Ted Cord Blue Beetle, by the way, guys. Yes. Not, not the Scarab, not the scarab stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, Booster Gold's a time-traveling guy. That's his whole stick. And he's got his little skid. You know, yeah. skid the... Skeet. Skeet. Okay. <laughs> and uh, so we're also kind of thinking maybe we're going to have Maximal Lord in the movie. Yeah. Well, not it's as just, a major player, just kind of like it, a... It, more of an antagonist. I'm thinking this is kind of like an inter time heist kind of movie. it's all across time you so know? it's across the time amazons the so, wild west yes yeah, so, so so then obviously there's there's been hints throughout some of the other movies of you know these guys what they've done they might give things to characters we know we can kind of use it almost as a bit of a in a way plot hole filler yeah know? exactly I mean, if, some, if suddenly we notice something there was a plot hole you can kind of blue and gold, fix it up, yeah. put a bit of glue. That is there. I mean, it's it's a funny movie. It's a quite a lighthearted one. Yeah, a bit more lighthearted. It's yeah. gonna be it, it's gonna be funny. Yeah, and it'll kind of be almost. It's a bit more disconnected. You know yeah. what I mean? Like they're not going to be a major part of the universe. Yeah. So they, I think they're going to be reference material throughout yeah. the rest of. But they're, they're never going to be Justice League members. They're definitely definitely never going to be Justice League members. Okay, moving on to year ten. Okay, it's Batman three. Okay, this is Batman 3 Endgame. Endgame. And this is in the the gang gap. It's the period from the start of Justice League and, no, this Batman 2 and Batman 1. You know how Batman 1 is in the, like... In the 10-year gap. 15, 10-year gap. Between when <coughs> Batman first dons the cape in Bat- Batman 1 yeah. and um, the first Justice League yeah. movie. So that kind of, that whole span of him being Batman. Yeah, and this is going to be a... It's going to be a classic Joker yeah. movie. Joker's going to be toying with the Bat family. There's just going to be some maybe kind of like the... Uh, we've referenced a lot of Scott Snyder comics, but I was kind of thinking Scott Snyder Endgame, yeah. which is kind of like his end Joker story. It's like a big battle between Joker and Batman, and, the, and it really shows the forces that those two characters are. Yeah, so, I mean, you have to have... If, if you have Batman, you have to have Joker, right? Yeah. It only makes sense. This is going to be a really big emotional point in in Batman's life. Yeah, it's going to be. It's going to really like. So far, we've seen a Batman who he's brutal, but he's not like this. Is going to be his first huge threat, like someone who, like someone who Batman honestly thinks maybe I cannot beat. And it's going to be the turning point from that sort of more campy Batman we saw to a more grizzled Batman. To that more grizzled Batman we see now, maybe a Robin. Dies? I think a Robin will definitely die. Yeah, something. Maybe Jason Todd, but I feel no. that'd be too obvious. Well, this is the movie which Jason Todd becomes. I think really becomes Nightwing. No, do you? Don't you mean Dick Grayson becomes sorry, Nightwing? Sorry, Dick Grayson. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but some Robin will die. Yeah, maybe Tim Drake. Tim Drake. Yeah, sounds good to me. <laughs> okay, uh, what's next? Still in year ten, the second movie of year ten. It's Hawkman, Hawk. Woman. Okay. So this is kind of like a... I think it should be called The Hawks. The Hawks. That sounds a bit like a baseball team, you know what I mean? Yeah, maybe. Anyway. Or just Hawkman. It's a movie, and it's kind of like a through time. It's like a... It's almost like a romance. Time is a big 
um, theme of this phase. Definitely. And it's like, I just seem to do a romance. It's because the origin of Hawkman and Hawkgirl, for you people who don't know, is he's, they're, they're, they're like these Egyptian royals. And then they find this this meteor lands in Egypt and it, it has this metal in it. I'm pretty sure it's called Shi'ar metal. Anyway, they want to use it to make these weapons. And Black Adam, who we've been hinting at, who hasn't appeared yet, but Black Adam from Shazam, he like helps them craft this metal into weapons. But then they're murdered by one of Hawkman's advisors, Hef Set. Yeah. Yeah, and it's kind of like this whole story of... So it's a, it's a romance with tragic... You know, yeah, because every time Romeo they're murdered, and Juliet type, yeah, murder. Yeah, every time they're murdered, they come back, and then they remember that they're Hawkman and Hawkgirl, and then they're murdered again. Yeah, basically, and we're just gonna just it'll be like a almost like period pieces, you know, like here's yeah. this and then that, and a bit of Booster Gold maybe can yeah. show up. Booster Gold's there, you know. You can see they can fight alongside Wonder Woman sometimes, you know. Yeah. It's going to be out through all of time, really. Yeah. Then up, it, up until modern day. It can end in modern day when they defeat Hefset or something like that. Yeah. And it, it's just, it's a more of a, it's a, the first real romance movie yeah. on this list. Uh, so the last m- movie of year 10, it's the Shazam sequel. Yep. So we just hinted at Black Adam and boom, now he's up. And he's here. The, the big boys up to back. So Black Adam is the biggest Shazam villain. And we've been saving him till this movie. And it's just kind of the, like... Black Adam is kind of like, in a way, anti-Shazam. He's the Shazam gone wrong. You know what yeah. I mean? It shows Shazam what happens when power goes wrong. Yeah. And maybe The Rock could be Black Adam. <laughs> it's been hinted at in a long, long time. Now, I know we haven't touched on casting that much, but what do you say? Mm, it could work. It could work. Mm, yeah. Anyway. Uh, yes. I think one thing we haven't done, we have... Mm-hmm. steered away from it's this doppelganger syndrome yeah, yeah it's something that Marvel does all the time well they did originally a lot yeah. like recently they did Killmonger Black Panther I guess yeah. but they originally did Hulk Abomination Iron Man Iron Monger Captain America Red Skull yeah and we're gonna try it. We're, this is our first kind of doppelganger yeah. yeah so this is it's good to have some doppelgangers in it really shows it re- really gives like a moral question it really morally questions Shazam because yeah. he has this opponent who's an equal to him but Basically, just gone wrong it's just him gone wrong yeah exactly like a mirror image in a way okay so on to year 11 yep it's it's the Swamp Thing m- movie okay so this is kind of like Mystic 2 yep. in a way because Mystic 1 was Zatanna and this is like we're, we're bringing out a bit more of the movie uh, yeah. the, the universe the a bit more side. world building yeah I guess so so, so we've got Swamp Thing and... Swamp Thing, Solomon Grundy. Solomon it's been, Grundy? It's been long enough Yeah, so it's kind of like Grundy. the green and the grey. Yeah. And I think a lot... Dr. Fate and Zatanna are going to be really big in this movie. Yeah, definitely. Like, it says Swamp Thing, but yeah. it's a mystic movie at the end of the day. They're going to be... I think Dr. Fate's going to be giving a lot of the exposition, helping Swamp Thing know what's going on. Yeah. In the end, Swamp Thing's obviously going to fight the grey, fight, you know, whatever. Yeah. But Dr. Fate and Zatanna are going to be there the whole time. Yeah. Do we hint at, do we hint at, like, the, isn't the red, like, animal man or something like that? Yeah, yeah. Do we hint at that or is that too much, too fast? I think, I think, obviously, Dr. Fate can tell stories of all of them. Yeah. But we can save that for, you know, down the line. Later on. Yeah. So that's basically Mystic 2. Yeah. Something. What's next? Next is Year 11. This is the Justice League Flashpoint movie. Okay. 
So this movie is basically like, so we don't really have a Justice League movie yeah. at the end of this phase. It's more like a combination of uh, like a Justice League movie and a Flash movie. So yeah. For a long time, we had a Justice League movie that wasn't Flashpoint yeah. in this space. But we, but we realized Flashpoint, it's a really big event and it should have that Justice League name on it. It's like Civil War. Yeah. It's like if you called Civil War Avengers Civil War instead yeah. of Captain America Civil War. And uh, so basically, it's the Flash. It's the Flash, and he he's he's a broke he's a he's a conflicted character after having his mum taken away from him by Zoom. Yeah. In Flash Two, he's now trying to undo that wrong. Yeah. You know, he's trying to find a new, trying to un undo what Zoom's done, and that yeah. starts for you comic readers. That starts Flashpoint. It's an alternate universe with evil Batman and no Thomas Wayne Batman and. And, in, and the weak Superman. Yeah. and uh, so, so the whole Justice League is going to be here. And that's really why it's a Justice League movie. Yeah. Because every single member is going to be... A, a different part, version. Yeah, a part of this movie. Just, may, just a little different. Yeah. A little quirkier. Yeah. Maybe it'll give the actors as well, uh, you know, a bit of a fresh, you know, an alternate, yeah. something new to act. And... The big shock at the end of this movie. Oh, y- you see Flash. He's returning from the Flashpoint universe. Okay, know? just wait, just wait, guys. You really need to know the wait at this moment. This, honestly, this scene right here is absolutely huge. Doug and I came up with this scene, and we think it's great. This is like this scene will stick in viewers' minds. Doug, yeah, yeah. Talk us through it. Okay, so you see Barry. He's running back from the Flash. Point oh, yeah. universe, you know. Yep. He's he's got lightning going around him. He's desperate. His he's he's, he's running. He's running as fast as he can. Faster you know? than he ever has. But he, he's sweating. He's not being. He's not making it. It's yeah. too much. He's going. Light starts shining. It's getting brighter and brighter until you can barely see him anymore. Cuts to Batman. He's in the Batcave, and then suddenly just a streak of light appears in the Batcave. Maybe the fire on the ground. Yeah. Batman runs down the steps. He goes, Barry, is that you? Barry's on the floor. He's, he's like skidded across the. Yeah, ground. you see him on the first. floor. He's face down. Batman grabs Barry by the shoulder, says, Barry, are you okay? Flips him over, and boom. It, it's in a funeral. You see, there's no face left on Barry. He's just a skeleton. And the whole Justice League is there, crying at his funeral. Barry, he's the, he's the, he's the soul of the team. He's, you know? the, he's the heart of the team. Green he's the whole of the there. Team. Green, Green Lantern's, I mean, obviously, he's devastated. He's, he's lost you know, all willpower at this oh, point. Okay, this, this is honestly... I think it's a great scene. Yeah. It like, it just sets, it really sets like, it's the culmination of, because this, this whole phase has been a bit more darker. Yeah, it's been a bit darker. And this is like, like, boom, like, this is what we have. So there is a reason why we did kill Barry. And that's because of the next movie. But I I think the real reason is, it's to show that there's stakes. There are stakes. In this movie. Cyborg died before. Cyborg dies. I mean, the Flash dies. These, that's like... <laughs> Who can die next? I mean, anyone can die. Anyone can die. Like, our favourite character... That, that's a third of the original six members. Yeah. That's big. Anyway, what's next? Next, it's the... Actually, you know what? No. There wasn't... Anyway, the next is the Superman movie when Lex runs for, for president. Okay. So, if I was going to pick two movies in this whole thing that have Oscar potential, I'd honestly <laughs> say it's Court of Owls... And I kind of think it's this Superman movie. It yeah. just feels special to me. It's the end of Phase 3, and it's the last Superman movie, guys. Yeah. So we're kind of thinking... Well, it's really the last... It's one of the last movies of the original sort of yeah. trilogy. It's, yeah. 
There's an Aquaman movie coming out. Well, there's an Aquaman, but but it's but the, it's really it's really it's really signals the end of that original. It's the end of the first three phases. The end of the old DC yeah. universe. Anyway, so Lex has tried. He's tried, you know, just beating Superman up with power armor. He's tried assembling a team, and now he's going a different way. He's going through politics. Yeah, which is it's it's. It's a, this is a, another kind of fun mo- movie, yeah. But but with a really a darker kind of underside, yeah. Jordan, go through. Yeah, so Superman, he's been poisoned. Okay, so like, was maybe in the we, we kind of got a bit of the inspiration for this off Superman All Star. Maybe he's been over poisoned with solar radiation. Is his cells are he only has so yeah. long to live? He's losing power. Yeah. So Lex has done this. It's yeah. At his hand, and it's his his ultimate goal is to. Um, Ruin the image of Superman and just end up k- killing him. Yeah. Uh, right? Leave the world open for his hands. He's taken. Well, I mean, Superman, he's not dying, but he's losing power. Yeah, you know? He's, he's not going to be the great. He, he can't be was. Superman anymore if he can't fly around and shoot laser beams, right? Yeah, exactly. And so his, his image is gone. Lex has just defamed him. Yeah. But he has now, he has a quest. He has like, it's a ticking time bomb. You know, he only has power for so long. Superman has to save his name. For Supergirl, you know? Yeah, for the next Kryptonian. For the next Kryptonian. And he'll be fighting that battle as Superman and as Clark Kent. Yeah, I mean, because obviously Clark Kent's a journalist. Yeah. He can help simultaneously stop Lex Luthor running for president, save Superman's name, and raise, you know, his successor. Yeah, and anyway, maybe we're thinking at the end of the movie, Lex Luthor, he's failed. You know, he's not president. Whoever, I don't know, maybe someone's taken the, maybe Harvey Dent. He's yeah. taken the presidency. Someone, some like deep cut. Yeah. Anyway. Someone cool. Yeah. Anyway. And then Superman at the end of the movie is out of power. No. Booster Gold should take the presidency. <laughs> Booster Gold for president. Yeah. No. No. Anyway. No. I'm, anyway. That's a joke. That's so he a joke. takes the, he's at, so he's out of power and he's, he now has a family. You know, he's got Lois Lane. He has a kid on the way. Something like that. Yeah. And he hangs up the cape. There's a, I don't know, an, an end scene where the whole Justice League Comes around. Yeah. There's a dinner. Bruce is playing football with, you yeah. know, the now powerless Superman. Yeah. And it just ends. It just ends. With the cape hung up on the coat hook, you know, yeah. not to be used again. Maybe he puts the cape up on a coat hook. He puts a hat over the cape. Cuts to black. Yeah. Nice. That's the end of phase three. Now so on to phase four. That's Superman. It kind of served as an epilogue for the Justice League. A yeah. really nice a little bow to tie it up. Yeah. Okay. Phase four. We're kind of winding things down. It's yeah. not the height it was at phase three. And we only have two movies a year. Only two movies a year. So that phase three, as you guys could tell, it was a bit more of a dark phase. We would, we really, we killed off. Uh, we basically killed off Superman and we killed off Flash. Yeah. It's kind of been the Justice League. It's in shambles. In, they're in shambles. And that's that's the scene for phase four, just so yeah. you guys know. So phase four starts off with the Green Arrow movie. Yep. Green Arrow, we haven't seen him yet. You know, he's a pretty big char- character. He's he's the biggest character we haven't, we haven't included. Yet. Maybe Red Tornado. Yeah. But no. he's, he's one of the bigger characters we haven't yeah. had yet. Especially because now he has, his own, he has his own TV show. Yeah. So he's obviously, the public know who he is. So Green Arrow, um, I think this one should really, it shouldn't be quite like the other superhero movies. No. It should be more focused on him as a character, kind of struggles he goes through. Him raising Speedy, Speedy yeah. turning to drugs because he's not there. A father's son. It's a like father's a father's son. son movie. But it, then, but it's also it's also him as like this polit- political character. Him as 
this this more gritty kind of superhero with a, a, a less defined moral compass. Yeah, and it kind of takes place in the in the Batman gang gap. Yeah, in the again. gang gap. Yeah, it's not he's not current time because yeah. Yeah. Well, it kind of ends with him in current time. Yeah. You know, made up with Speedy. You know, everything's good. Um, and I think if there wasn't an antagonist, it's going to be like Onomatopoeia. He's he's a bit of a one note v- villain. He's a bit of a serial killer. It's just a just an antagonist to kind Can of. Can you talk us through on. Onomatopoeia? Jack? Well, it's a character that works really well in comics because he says what he does. If you shoot somebody, he'll say like bang, and then the gun will go off, right? Yeah. Which works really well in comics, but I think you can translate it into movies quite well. Yeah, but this is the—it's the least super. It's kind of like the least superhero movie we've done in a way. Yeah, because it's kind of more of a character piece. I think the only other movie like this we've done so far is Hawkman and Hawk w- w- Woman. Yeah, that kind was of a also, romance, but this is a, this is more of a drama. Yeah, it keeps it fresh. Yeah, anyway. you kind of change it up. What's next? That's one thing we were trying to do. This whole thing, each film should feel very unique. Yeah, they should each feel like. We're not just doing the same thing. We don't want to yeah. feel like there's a DC formula. You know, yeah. we want to make it fresh. Last, it is the last original Just League mem- movie. It's the Aquaman 3, Aquaman End of the tr- Trilogy. Okay. So, guys, this might be a shock. You might think, Doug, Legornado, what are you guys doing? Are you killing everyone? Well, we may. Anyway, this is Aquaman 3. This is kind of going to focus more on Aqualad. Aqualad. I think Aqualad's cool. The Son of Black Manta. Yeah, and we're kind of thinking maybe something like Aquaman, Aquaman dies somehow. Yeah. I don't know. And maybe at Black Manta's hands. And it's kind of like Aqualad. Will he choose his dad or will he choose his mentor? His king. His king. And in the end, he chooses, he chooses the king. king, right? And it's kind of like a another father-son. There's a lot of family in yeah. our DC universe. Supergirl, Superman, Batman, Nightwing. There's a lot of family yeah. in the DC comics universe we really wanted to translate that into the films so then so it's just another Black Manta he's been around for you know yeah. from the beginning he so. is the biggest Aquaman villain by far so it's just another story of him some more Atlantean Atlantean stuff but it's really about Aqualad yeah he was hinted at before but now this is really about him yeah so okay 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 next movie this is year 14 okay it's Justice League Dark yes yeah, so this is the the, the culmination of our Mystic Universe. We had yeah. Mystic 1, we had Mystic 2, Mystic 3. Yeah. Dark. We're dark. not going to talk Justice League Dark. I don't, it's, it's too, too confusing. confusing. Yeah. Jinx. Yeah. Uh, Just Dark. Just Dark. And this one I'm thinking we can bring in Raven's dad. Yeah. Ra- Raven and, and her dad. Yeah. I can't remember what her dad's called. I know that sounds like I'm a bad comics fan. You I are. You're a terrible a, comics fan. As a roof... As a something... Oh. Anyway. Just stop now. Just okay, stop now. I'll just stop. So just... we got the whole team. I don't know. Swamp Thing, Dr. Fate, Satana, maybe a bit of Raven, uh, John Constantine. Yeah, I think Constantine, he's kind of self-explaining. He's just a dude who does magic. You know? What else he do you He can know? just kind of appear. I think he might even assemble the team. Yeah. And then Raven just, just makes sense. They can find Raven. And she's like, my dad's going to destroy the the world or something you know yeah and they can and and so she appears because the antagonist appears and maybe also a bit of like dead man and rag oh rag i don't man. know i think that might be too much in just a hint just a human just they a human. can they can appear as like kind of like hulk uh hawkeye and black widow appeared in yeah in Avengers but the main team is satano dr fate swamp thing 
Constantine. And Raven. And Raven. The team we've got to know. Yeah. Anyway, what's next? Next is the Doom Patrol movie. Okay, so this one, it's a bit of an oddball, guys. And I know they're making a Doom Patrol TV show, I'm pretty sure, for the new DC streaming service. Oh, yeah? But this is a... It's barely connected, in a way. But yeah, it's kind it's, of... It, it, like, putting the the DC name on it, it, it wouldn't even change it if it was in the universe no, or not. No, it's a very deep cut. But I think it'd be interesting. I kind of feel like there's something special here. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like it's like... It's an interesting movie. It's kind of... It's kind of the mutants of this world. Yeah, I know I talk about... Well, they have a professor dude in a wheelchair, so... Yeah, exactly. It's pretty close. But I know I talk about the Guardians of the Galaxy a lot. You know? Yeah. Green Lantern's the Guardians. The Mystics are the Guardians. But these guys really are the Guardians. You know, no are one they? knows who they are. Are they? Well... I, I, I think they're more just... They just sort of disappear. I feel like... They come and go. So far, we've seen superheroes who want to be superheroes. You know what I mean? Like... Batman, you chose to be a superhero. All these superheroes, they're like the X-Men. They don't want to be superheroes. They just are superheroes. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see a different perspective on this. Definitely. I think this Doom Patrol, just like many other movies, can span over quite a long period of time. Yeah. And they can see big events that's happened, like the like the first Justice League fight and, the, and these big events, you know, the death of the Flash, so on, from yeah. a different perspective. I agree. Anyway, what's next? Next, it's the Green Lantern, the end of the trilogy for the Green Lantern. And the setup of something very special to come. Yeah. So th- this is another, This is a big exploration into the, the different Lantern Corps. Yeah. So we kind of hinted at them in the last movie. Yeah. With the Red Lanterns. But now we've got, you know, uh, Lafalese and the Orange Lanterns, the Star Sapphires, the Blue Lanterns, St. Water and the Blue Lanterns. And yeah, just kind of, all of them bring them together. Yeah, and the... It's going to be like a, like, we're going to try and introduce the Black Lanterns, which is something very special to come. Yeah. Like, we're going to have, just maybe introduce uh, Black Hands, you know, just... Yeah. That maybe, we're kind of thinking that they know the threat is coming, but the cause think, can't work together. I think they start, they kind of, they send, each cause sends their best. Yes. To come talk about the Black Lanterns. Mm-hmm. But because they can't, they had the opportunity to stop Black Hand right then, then, then and there. Yeah. But because that couldn't work together, because of, you know, the ego of the Green Lanterns and the hate of the, you know, the Red and so yeah. on. Yeah, Sinestro, Saint Walker, Lovelace, everyone's at each other's throats. They yeah. just can't see a common goal. And because of that, the Black Lantern, throughout this entire movie, you sort of see the Black Lantern start to creep up. But yeah. everyone's too focused on this giant and kind of conflict between the cores now to, to worry about the Black Lantern. Yeah, it kind of sees a... Fa- it's like a... It's, we've been kind of hinting at the failing of the core. You know, the lan- we see... In the first movie, we see the failed Manhunters that the Guardians have made. In the second movie, we see the Guardians were basically the catalyst for the Red Lanterns. We're kind of starting to see the failure that is the Lantern Corps. Yeah. This is kind of like the culmination of that. And I think at the end of this, the cores are kind of... In, sh- in shambles. Yeah. And so... There's no force to stop the Black Lanterns in the Lantern Corps. They yeah. can't, they're not up to the task anymore. Mm. And that's kind of setting the scene for a movie very close, but we're not there yet. What's next? Next is the Firestorm movie. This okay. is now year 15 for you guys at home. I hope you're following along. And uh, this is this is kind of one of our younger heroes. You know, it's yeah. a, I know it's a... It's kind of like Shazam in the way. You know, there's a an old young... man and there's a 
young teen. Yeah. And it, it's more of a another kind of high school flick. We haven't done that since the first Shazam, really. Maybe focusing a bit more on the high school side of the character. We don't really have a villain for this yet. I've heard of Firestorm. I've read him in comics. I don't know any of his villains, though. But we'll figure we something. Could, I mean, we, I think we could just reuse a, a previous villain. I think it'd be a nice to, to see an old face we haven't seen for a long time. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, it's a bit of a, a more low-key kind of movie. Yeah, more of a... We're just kind of really... We're, we're kind of hinting at that younger side of the universe. You know, Supergirl, yeah. Nightwing, Firestorm. They're yeah. kind of the, the new blood. Exactly. Next is the Plastic Man movie. Okay. This movie, it's a passion project of Doug's. It's another comedy. It's another comedy. And you it's going to be getting funny. A, a hint. It's going to be funny. Plastic Man... He's he's a he's a funny character. He's been he's been around forever, but he's he's a bit of a he's a bit of a joke now. And we're doing Plastic Man, not Elongator Man, just for you people who are confused. <laughs> They're very similar, but we're doing Plastic Man. Don't hate on on Elongated Man. Elongated I, Man, he can't. I'm pretty sure there's going to be a joke in in this movie about Elongated. There man. has to be a joke. Yeah. And he uh, kind of shows up. Everyone knows who Elongated <laughs> man, man, man is. Everyone likes Elongated Man. He's the cool one. Yeah. And then Plastic Man's like, dude, I was here first. I was like 20 years. You know, before you. Yeah, I thought Elon Gunner Man was created first, and then Doug was like, no, it was Plastic Man. <laughs> it was Plastic yeah, Man. It actually was Plastic Man, because <laughs> Elon Gunner Man just seems older, you know what I mean? Yeah. But anyway, we're going to, like, Plastic Man's a crook before he's a hero. Yeah. We're going to try and show a bit of that. He has a son as well, so that's that's a big story arc for him. Yeah. And it's it's really, it's going to bring in this, the kind of, the really lame a- aspects of yeah. D- DC. So, like, all the, all the really D-list villains, like, all the people we saw in the Lego Batman movie. Like, like Javelin. And Ten Eyed Man. Court. Yeah. And all, all these, those people. The, the, the list is endless. Of, it's going to be very, very funny. And so so what Plastic Man does, he wants to join in the Justice League. Oh, and he yes. goes and he kind of signs up. He's there with Booster Gold and Blue Beetle. <laughs> and they're like, I want to sign up. And there's a little form. a little, And it's like, where'd you get your superpowers from? from? Number one, <laughs> you know, death of an important family member. He's like, no, no, not me. You know, came from an, an alien planet. No, uh, <laughs> fall into a vat of chemicals. Oh yes, that, that's me. Yeah, these we're kind of we're kind of it's poking fun at the genre. You know, yeah. there's, there's tropes in superheroes. We all know them, and Plastic Man's just poking fun. Yeah. So then, of course, Plastic Man wants to be a, a superhero, and they say, "Well, you we haven't stopped any super <laughs> villains." So he just goes out, takes out all of the D-list guys. You know, Condiment King. You know, Clock King, all these other, all these guys, all the lame villains. Yeah, all the villains who appeared for one or two issues, and then no one's seen them since. Yeah. So he takes them all out, and in the end, there is a plot that he that he stops. You know, sports master can be there. I yeah. think he's a a worthy maybe a C list villain. Yeah, a C list or a B list villain comes along, and in the end, he does stop the plot. But but in the end, he he learns that his relationship with his son is more important than fighting crime. And you never see a plastic man again. He's kind of—it's just a one-off. It's a funny movie. It's just a funny movie. That's it, really. Yeah. What's next? It's the second last movie for Phase Four, and it's—it's—it's it's the, it's the peak. It is the peak. It's the—it's the, it's the oh, highest it's actually, budget. It's, it's the biggest movie. It's the—it's the valley. It's the lowest point of this whole. Yeah. The whole thing. It's the culmination. Like we've seen a lot of characters die recently. Like, yeah. We started with Cyborg. And then the Flash and we Aquaman just... and and a bunch of villains have died at this point. Tons of villains, and some other some some B-list guys have also died. Anyway. Yeah, tons of people, and it's kind of like we hinted at it with Green Lantern. It's black as night. Yeah, let's not let's not beat around the bush. This is this is 
this is it, you know? Yeah. Like, we, like, we can have all those characters, like Flash, they can come back as these zombies. Yeah. And it's the, it's the heroes fighting, almost heroes in a way. They're yeah. fighting their friends, and it's this huge... It's the first big, like, all the other movies, White Marshals was pretty big. This is the biggest, like, earth-shattering movie. You yeah. Know? Like, it's everywhere. You know, heroes and villains put their differences aside. You see guys who, you know, Lex Luthor teams up with Supergirl. And yeah. They, you know, they all work together to, to stop this giant threat. Yeah. You know, in the end, it, it, is, it is redeemed, but the, but the impact it's had is... The costs are there. The cost, yeah. The, the movie leaves you with, like... Like, no one... It doesn't end in, a, in the tightest boat. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the threat is stopped, but there are sacrifices. The maybe pre- Green Lantern, maybe Batman. Yeah. There's sacrifices to this universe. The present is wrapped, but there's no bow on top. Exactly. But we don't want to leave people on that downer note. It's a bit of a downer. So, we decided... What we've really been leading to... We've, we, I talked a bit about families in DC. Yeah. About... And that's really where we've come to. We've got Young Justice. So yes. focusing on Nightwing, Supergirl, Firestorm. I don't know. Aqualad. Aqualad. Don't forget Aqualad. Uh, who else? You know, Miss Martian. Miss Martian. Yeah, Miss Martian, definitely. Yeah, it's kind of like, this is, they can maybe take down, you know, it's, there's been a big earth-shattering effect. If there's some really popular Doom Patrol characters, we can even bring them in. Yeah. It's just kind of like a. It's a bit. It's a bit. It's a smaller scale. You know, it's the last movie in our in our current DC. But universe. it's kind of to show that there's still a future left. Yeah, there's there's hope in the universe. Yeah. Our DC universe, it has hope. Yeah. And no, they take down someone smaller. Uh, I don't know, Deathstroke, someone like that. Yeah, actually, we haven't had Deathstroke up until this point. I actually think Deathstroke would be a good. good I, I thought. I thought Deathstroke would appear in the first Justice League movie. Uh. Yeah, it makes sense. Okay, sure. Deathstroke is the first Justice League movie, so okay. he can reappear in this movie. Yeah, sure. Anyway, Deathstroke at the end. It's like it's this is essentially a Teen Titans movie with it's a bit like of Young Titans. Justice in there as well. Um, the title we could call it Teen Titans, but it it misses a lot of those core characters. Yeah, I feel like we really need to call it like we just had Justice League, Young Justice. It works. Young Justice works quite well. I don't think we're clashing with the Justice League brand. Yeah, Young Justice. So it ends. That's the note we end on. It's the epilogue. Obviously. Maybe we end with the new breed of heroes, I don't yeah. know, all standing up over the battlefield, cut to black. You yeah. know, like, thank you for watching the DC Universe. And thank yes. you guys for listening to our DC Universe, I don't know. Mine idea we had. My idea. It's our cinematic universe. We weren't happy with the original Thanks one. for humouring us this whole, like, this hour-long yeah. t- two parts together. Being like an hour and a bit. So I really hope you guys enjoyed this part one and part two. And, uh, yeah, just I'm Lego Nana. You can always check me out at my YouTube channel, Lego Nana Comics and More. And, of course, check us out, the Comics and More podcast on iTunes. Make sure to subscribe and keep up with all the latest episodes. Anyway, guys, I really hope you enjoyed this episode. See you next time. See you around, guys. Lego Nana.